This content is suitable for curious and objective listeners and viewers only. User discretion is advised. You know, they say if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you go. this world the possibilities who knew it'd be the very thing that defines me the irony really barrettes braids blue magic double-sided combs and afro picks thank god for my mom's friend whose melanin was closer to my skin because joanne didn't have a clue what to do with her little mulatto baby she called rue baby girl had a head full of curls before she but a twitter existed back when mixed love was still twisted well so they thought shit some still do but at least now I can Google some form when I feel blue and find a million lost souls who I can relate to. See, I want to hair like little man Lou. You know that cute little blonde hair do. And while we play games with the Pikachu, I look over at you wishing I had those straight bangs too. From salon to salon we went, trying to tame the beast. We went through bottles and bottles of that fucking hair grease. I drowned my hair in pink lotion. Oh, the devotion I had to it. Kinda like a blue well to his ocean, I couldn't live without it. Anyways, I had better days when my hair was straight with no flyaways. Please God, don't let it rain today, so for once, I can go to school and slay. How you feeling? How was your photo shoot? Um, super good, so fun. Um, his name is Canned Film on Instagram, but his name's Alex, and he shoots with film. So it's really cool. We did it at uh, Chicano Park and it's just like the aesthetic and the basketball courts. And I was doing something with like Fruity Pebbles and stuff. I don't know. It was just super cool. So, <laughs> What was the theme? What was the theme? It's for a brand here. It's like for this right here. Okay. Like uh, wrist, like wrist jewelry. Yeah. What is yeah, it called? Rasta it's called, hold on, let me think. It's called Rasta, but like, I think it's like Rasta. Um, I don't want to fuck up the, hold on. Rastaclet? Rastaclet? What made you get a hand tattoo? Because it's fire. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was, that was the same reason why I got mine. It was just, it's just dope looking yeah, art, you know? It just, it just it's looks just good. It and I love the story about Medusa. She just, I don't know, I just resonate with her heavy for some reason. So okay. essentially like Medusa was the one who was victimized. Like she was the victim and she got punished. She got punished for being beautiful and she got punished for something that somebody else did to her. Like, I don't know. It's just like a weird, just like, it's just a fucked up story about jealousy and being blamed and kind of being the scapegoat. And I don't know, like, there's something about that story of like being the messenger, you know, when they say like, don't kill the messenger, don't shoot the messenger. Well, Medusa just gives me that kind of like metaphoric energy about that. I don't know. I can't really explain it, but. It, unfortunately, it just, it resonates with today's times, right? I mean, yes. just, you kind of see that it's more or less human nature. Exactly. It keeps happening, so it's better to be aware of it and know how to deal with it. And that is your artistic dope reminder of being aware of that, as opposed to not being aware and or being ignorant to it. 
you know, kind of knowing it exists, but not addressing it. You know, that's how, that's how, right. Most of the things happen is just being ignorant to it. Unfortunately, at the end of the day, you know, we could destroy or we could build. What do you want to do? Exactly. Were you always into astrology or when did that? Like, I always have been since I was a kid. I just remember like reading my little like horoscope and shit like in the newspaper. And that's when I feel like it started. But I've just always resonated heavy with the stars and the moon. And I've always just caught myself just looking up at the stars. And one of my favorite memories in school was like going to this like space. It was like this big blow up space tent thing. And you would like crawl through the tunnel and then um you would like everybody in the class would lay down and look at the stars and then somebody would come in and tell you the story about the stars and I fell in love with Orion and so this is when I was younger and then what when state I was this what state was this I was living in England at the time when this wow. was I'm about to say because that is not a that's yeah. not an experience <laughs> I feel like in the state you get I'm so blessed. I don't know how honestly like <laughs> i it's just this huge, literally, like, for one of my birthdays, I want to rent this thing out so, like, I can do it with my adult friends because it was just amazing, and I was just always so connected with the stars, and so I remember I was working with Rove, which is, like, this, when I was a brand ambassador for um, them, and it, I was, it's like a, I can't think of it, like a vape pen, and when I was in training, um, one I had an event with this girl named Danielle and she was training me and I was with her the whole day. So in between like events and stuff, I was pretty much asking her about astrology and she like read my whole chart. And then she kind of, and I will never forget, it was during a full moon. And I remember looking at the moon and she was telling me all my information about my natal chart. And she like pretty much like introduced me to the rabbit hole. And then once I was with her and started figuring this stuff out. I just went down it and it resonates with me so much. Like I'm obsessed with it. And like, it's crazy because I just believe that when you really start studying it and when you start asking your homies what their sending sign is, what their moon sign is, when you start looking back to even your parents and your grandparents and you start like asking everybody about what their stuff is, you start seeing these similarities. And then when, during certain seasons, like for example, Pisces, they're all about the, like they're the dreamers, they're the creatives, they're very emotional and intuitive. That's this month. That's this month. So all my homies and myself have just been having very vivid dreams and stuff like that, right? So like everybody gets so freaked out about astrology, but really it's just, there's just certain energies that are at play. If you're aware of what they are, you can work with them and ride the wave. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing crazy. It's just is what it is. It's just like, this is the energies that are at play. If you are aware of it, then you can work with it. Sometimes, like, I just think everything happens for a reason. Everything's connected. And when I started studying the moon and the stars and astrology, it's like really has changed my life. And I'm a head ass about it. But a lot of people think it's hella witchy and shit. And I'm just like, fuck it. Like, so I'm I, easy for myself. So I want to know all the cheat codes. I want to know everything. Knowledge is power. And the more knowledge I have in like different aspects, the better my life is. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So help me because I'm the same way. I I think I'm I want to make life work smarter, not harder, right? That's why 
I love getting different people's perspectives on different parts of their journey so I can see, well, when I enter something new or something I have a passion for, but I'm new at it, you know, what are the challenges? Like, what are the head games you're going to play with yourself for? What are the things I should be aware of? And how do I improve? What do you, where do you go to improve? So I definitely agree with you. So let me ask you based on this astrology, because I'm intrigued now. So you're saying that this month is for creatives and creativity, right? And how do you tap into that? Like, what, like, see, well, this is the thing. Like, if you, if you look at it like this, like all of us are creators and all of us are hella creative. Like anything that you think about and then you bring in to reality or you make it tangible or it's just whenever you think about something and then you bring it into motion, you've created something. So like. It can be anything. You could be creating when you're brushing your teeth. You could be creating when you have a conversation with somebody. Like everything in life is creation. Like just, it doesn't have to be aesthetically pleasing. You know what I mean? To be creative. That's what a lot of people kind of get all wrapped up. Like, oh, you're a creative and they just expect you to be like some head ass that paints all day or sings all day or fucking plays instruments all day. And I know that like, I'm like that. But the truth is, is that we're all creative, you know what I'm saying? When you have a baby, that's the biggest creation is creating a child, like creating an idea, having an orgasm, anything, anything is creation, so shit. I I agree, I agree. I, I agree with you in the fact that the little things are the big things at the end of the day. <laughs> it's because, yeah. you know, I was watching, I was either watching a documentary or listening to a podcast and it said, what you uh, sow today, you reap tomorrow, you know? So we are a product, you know, we don't get, you don't get great music unless one day you learn how to pick up a string and you start playing the guitar. And then another day or then the same day, then you start singing on the mic and seeing, all right, does this tone work or that tone works to start a podcast? One day you get a camera. Then you get a laptop and then you see, okay, what website do I use? Do I use, am I going to use uh, a FaceTime or am I going to use Zoom? You know, and those are creations, you know, cause you're creating your system. And a lot of people, a lot of people hear algorithm, right? And they don't realize algorithm is just a step-by-step process on how you do things. And algorithm is just, these are the steps in other words. And, you know, it was just, it's just fancy language to honestly hinder you, hinder your, hinder your progress. Cause you get, so like you said, the aesthetics algorithm, you know, or even big jobs, you know, um, I hate to bring it to work, but in our, in America, that's really what life is, you know, picking, picking a way to earn the green stuff and, if you want to do it right in, in our country, then find a career, you know, or uh, different skills that you like doing and monetize them. You know, so I always like to bring it to, to America standards. But at the end of the day, it's like you said, it's the, the little creations are the, are the big creations, you know. So going back to astrology, right? So going back to astrology, Explain, give me, 
some when you said like air signals and send signals explain some of that to me explain the signals because all i know is basic stuff right i just know hey what's your sign in these categories <laughs> yes no no so game. first some game that you can spit you no, 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 but I, I'm just curious of like, because I, I'm always in a sales mindset, right? So I think that a lot of times why we do things is just because of the experiences that we've had. So I'm trying to really see, is it, does your experiences and like what you learn about, or is it just your astrology? And then the characteristics of those characteristics of, of that astrology. You know what I'm saying? Does like, that make sense? So first off, like it's crazy because I do astrology, but I also do like Ayurveda. I do many different things, but like if I were to sum it up, like first off, you can break astrology down into like four elements essentially. So you have like fire signs, water signs earth signs and then air signs so there's just four categories if you just break it down into that yeah, like, i didn't so even know that <laughs> yeah so air like so air signs they're the libras they're the aquarius and they're the gemini's so i'm a gemini these, these are this is my this is my mom and my sister they're aquarius so they're what so they're air Air. So think about air as an element. So sometimes, so of course, within the air, there's three zodiac signs that are in there. But if you can just think of general, like what most air signs are like, air, you never can predict the wind. It's here, it's there. So wind, it can be a nice summer breeze or it can be a fucking tornado. Okay. It can go this way. It can go that way. Like it could be sexy. And like if you have that Victoria's Secret hair, or it could be your hair is a fucking mess. Like if you think about wind, that's an air, that's the kind of the element. So if you think about people with those signs, like they're kind of fun and creative and this, that, or the other, but it's also unpredictable. Sometimes it's too much. They're not necessarily known for having the most structure where for example, you, you're a Virgo, right? Yeah. Okay, so you're an earth sign. So then we have Virgo, Capricorn, Taurus. Now that's earth. So if you think about maybe the way you are, you probably need more of a system. You need to see things written down. You're very practical, like, you know, like one step at a time, like that kind of person. So for example, an air sign and grounding could like balance each other out where an air sign might look at an earth sign and be like, you're a little too stale, a little bit too concrete, where you could look at an air sign and be like, you're all over the fucking place you're doing too much, there's no structure. So there's kind of like a, but then for me, I really value people who are more grounded and practical. And so there's always this sense of like, damn, I wish I was a little more like that. I wish I was a little more stable and practical and reliable and, you know, and sometimes people who are more earth and more grounded, they're like, damn, I wish I was a little more flexible. And so you kind of can learn from one another. Then you have water signs, which is Cancer, Scorpios and Pisces. Water is known to be more like emotional, intuitive. So those people tend to be able to get more in tune with their feelings. 
where like me, I'm, everything is very logical. Like everything's very mental. So it even like, honestly, with the elements, you can break it down to like, even like what kind of exercises work best with you, what kind of meditations will work best with you. I have no water in my chart. So I'm really drawn to people with water signs because they teach, they teach me like a, a deepness that I can't really get from other people. So there's just so much Wait, to what's it. fire? I don't think you said fire. Fire. So fire is Leo, Sag, and Aries. And so fire is just, fire makes shit happen. It, it burns shit down. That's where it's the shadow side. Like fire can burn shit down or it can create heat to cook food for you to survive. So like everything has its like light and everything has its dark but you need all of the elements for everything in the world to make sense. Like you need everybody, you know what I mean? Like everybody is needed in some way, shape or form. So when I just break it down into the elements and then within that you can do everything else to go down. Look, I should give courses on this shit. I just love you it. Should. You should, you should, you should. Honestly, I think, I think it's a growing thing where as technology becomes more readily available we're able to tap into it you know and see that okay what is this you know I mean I mean especially as like a male because this isn't we just hear you know what's your sign and that's it you know and I didn't know it gets broken down into groups wait now there's another thing though right there's isn't there somewhere it's like your chart right yeah like what is that describe that what so chart you have to put your birth time, your birthplace, and your birth date. And with that information, it creates pretty much like a snapshot of like where all the planets, stars, everything where when you were born. And pretty much tells you what energies you were born into. Like where was Mars? Was it in retrograde? Where was Mercury? Where was the sun? What constellation was around? And it literally makes so much sense and with that information you can go down into what your moon sign is and this that or the other like a quick way to look at it is this like your sun sign is pretty much i believe what you've been conditioned into being like the kind of like everything in life is about conditioning you know what i'm saying so like sun sign is kind of like your how would I say it? Like your personality like what you grow into becoming your moon sign is how you feel how you process things emotionally. For me, I think as humans, we're very emotional as much as we think we're not. So a lot of times what people's moon sign is to me is what they truly are. The sun is kind of like what you put on to be and then you're ascending or rising. That's usually people's first impression, like what people think you are. So like, if you kind of look at it like that, rising is what people think you are. Sun is who you think you are. And then the moon is who you really think, who you really are, if it makes any sense. Okay. So we all and have- and you need your birthday, the time, birthday. and the place to get access to those three. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, so, okay, the reason why I also have questions is because, is that basically allowing, that's basically another way of saying, okay, these are characteristics that you have, whether you know it or not. And then it's up to you to be aware of it. And then now you can change it or if you don't you'll always be 
with it. I mean, it's not good or bad. It just is, basically. This is what it is okay. to me. I'm such okay. a why person. I want to know okay. why. Why am I okay. like this? Now that makes sense. Why? Yeah, it's just a tool. It's literally like a book. It's like, huh, I have these feelings, or I tend to do these things, or I da 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 da, da. Why am I like this? All it does is answer why. It don't really do shit but tell you why. And then once you're aware of something, you can either choose to fix it or you don't. I will admit that sometimes self-awareness is super irritating because when you know better and you don't do better you feel like shit because you're like at this point I have no fucking excuse I know what's good I know what's up if I'm not doing the right thing it's my own fault you no longer have anybody to blame so if you have ego and you have killer pride your shit's about to get destroyed once you go through this process like trust me the spiritual life ain't as fun as it seems like this shit is stressful like I'm just yeah so why do you keep doing it because I don't know because I'm a why person I'm just a why person why is this why am I here what is my purpose like I've never been one to just be you know and and sometimes I'm like maybe that's the purpose of life is just to be but then another part of me is like nah like I just know what I'm capable of I know what I can do I know how great and I feel when I'm in alignment like I know how amazing that is and how I just feel like I can manifest anything. And when I'm able to do that is when I'm on my shit and when I'm reading a lot and when I'm meditating and when I'm eating healthy, like great things happen. As soon as I start slipping up, bad shit happens. And so it's just like, just do what you got to do. Like life is so simple. Just follow, follow your code. You know what I mean? And for me, spirituality and astrology and Ayurveda, that was my pathway to get to where I'm where I'm at currently you know what I mean so yeah I, I agree with, I agree with you on, on the latter half you know I think it is what we make it and you made a point where it's simple but simple doesn't mean easy you yeah, know that's that's the tricky thing you know it's it's simple but it's not easy everybody's and, scared it's just it's fear like fear Fear is strong. I was watching this Tupac interview the other day and I'm all about love. And I'm always like, love is all we need. Love is all we need. But he was just saying how, like, when it comes to fear, like fear is fear outweighs love. And I didn't want to believe it, you know, but it's, it's the truth. Like if you fear, it doesn't matter what you love or who you love or what you want to do with your life or it doesn't, none of that matters when you have fear. And that I think is what our biggest problem and not just America, like the whole world is if everybody is so fearful and scared, like love can't exist, honestly. You know yeah. what I'm saying? No, I agree. So, I agree. That's why the news is, I. it's so, it sucks that I feel like I can't watch the news because I feel like it's just going to be all negative all negative news and worrying about there's control it's how you control people is through fear like that is how you control it's not it's crazy like fear is just it's the easiest way to control people make them scared and that that did that shows like you said we're so simple Like it's so simple. It's literally it's awful, but it's that simple. You want to control people, make them scared. And then what's Still crazy? What's crazy is you know on that point is, then you ask like why, why, 
why do you choose that? You know, you know, it, if when you're on the other side, because we were always on the opposite side of it. It's like, why do you keep choosing it? <laughs> and then, and then, and then you realize, like, like you said, when fear gets attached to power, then it's like, whoa, you know, whoa, whoa. So it's, is it is a, a a crazy realization. However, at the same time, we can't be bogged down by it because at the end of the day, I will say one thing. Yes, fear is crazy and it outweighs love, but it can't, it can't, for lack of a better word, it can't fuck with faith. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Fear can't fuck with faith. And at the end of the day, if you have faith and you put that over your fear, that's how the people who make it, make it. That's why eventually you're going to keep making it because yeah, you know that there's going to be constant fear and things like that, but you always have faith in yourself. You're, you know, That's your last true. name is fate. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> at, the end, at the end of the day, at the end right. of the day, we have to have faith because at the end of the day, we're not in a caste system as well. You know, this is America. We're not in a caste system where they have no faith. That's why if you're born in a certain family, you're stuck. <laughs> you know, you can't move up. There's no upward mobility. You know, in America, there's up upward mobility. Even a long ass time ago, even when we were enslaved, you know what I'm saying? There were still a couple dudes out there, a couple females out there getting to it, getting the bag. And, it, you know, Madam C.J. Walker, you know, while slavery was basically a thing, you know, she was getting a bag. <laughs> she was getting the bag. She was getting to it. I, there's always been there's always been some people that were like nah I'm not about to be controlled like that's for sure because I feel like slavery still exists now it's just different it's like mental slavery but it still exists if it literally still exists like it's just in different more subtle ways but it's not even that subtle like it's if you if you are controlled by fear like you're in the matrix that's all the matrix is it's like fear and once you realize like what the hell's going on like I had to do a couple shroom trips and you know <laughs> and, <laughs> but also like just you know like, what okay what was that experience for you if you I mean if you I mean so so did you I, use it did you use it because you were in like like for for pleasure or for medicine both like honestly yeah. both yeah um that's I, real. Really, I really tap into the shit and like when I when I do them I can like see auras I can see colors I can I, I had a couple homegirls where I could see colors around their head and then we read this book and through it like one of the girls it was like this like faded purple and like a light yellow and um it pretty much was saying how like she was having some problems with like tuning into her intuition and also having problems with her ego and self-esteem and also like relationship problems we read this book and then she started venting about how she had all this 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 and then i i was like yo i'm kind of like you know it's kind of weird and taboo this kind of stuff but like i really do be having like visions and stuff and and seeing people's colors and and able to kind of heal them in a sense by like really just giving them information like hey your colors these are the colors you have and then she looked at the book and was like oh wow this is what's going on you know so it's like people heal themselves you know what i mean like 
you heal yourself when you cut your finger like I'm not healing your finger you're healing your finger like I, I can give some creams and ointments I can tell you what teas to take but at the end of the day you you are the one that's healing yourself so we all are healers we all are creators like the thing about the spiritual world is that it's starting to become just as snooty and bougie and like I am the God almighty. Like I am the healer. It's, it's the same shit. I don't know. I feel like there's about to be some like celebrity astrologist too. Like that same weird, like hierarchy thing is going to start happening in the spiritual world. So where it's amazing that it's becoming more mainstream. Anytime something becomes mainstream, that shit's like a game of telephone, you know, and it gets watered down and people come up with their own shit and Sometimes people try to get too creative with the truth and instead of taking it for what it is, trying to, anyway. So I'm curious to see what this spiritual, like the spiritual world's going to become if it's not taught right, if that makes any sense. Yeah, so to add on to what you're saying, once it becomes mainstream, then it can become monetized. Because like I said, this is America, right? So yeah, you gotta realize it's, that's a service at the end of the day. You know, so since it's a service, um, yeah, I mean, but astrologers should get paid. And and I I'm I'm just saying from the standpoint of we have to uh, you have to we're trying to survive, right? And some people want to survive on on their passion, and some people see once they see that it can be monetized, it's really when it goes mainstream. That's when the people who aren't skilled or aren't passionate about it give it a try because they have a skill set and then that's when it becomes diluted in my opinion exactly but like think about cannabis for example right mm -hmm. so weed at one time which it still is it's medicine you know it's plant medicine but now they've taken it and you can now put it into a lab and now everything's indoor and now they create and they can like put strains together and indoor this and indoor that and add this and add that and with this lighting and then all of a sudden it's like is that process. a natural process let me ask you is that it when they do all that are they is it a natural process or is I mean, it like I, chemicals I don't it's never gonna be like indoor. It's it's not the sun. Mm -hmm. You feel me? It's not uh, okay. the sun. It's it's like, and then like honestly, if you talk to like the homies and a lot of people that are stoners, like weed's starting to fuck with them now. It's not the same, and it's because like it's not sun grown weed anymore. It's like this and it's that, and it's like all these like, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying people could be putting chemicals in it. People could not be. I don't know what they're doing with it, but it's just like everything that it happens every time we get like we discover something and we can't just like cherish it for what it is and like I love that we want to learn but then we start manipulating things and then we start trying to make things sometimes I think we put a little bit a little bit too much human in things and don't let it just be itself like it's just beautiful pure self we just always want to put ourselves in it if that makes any sense and I'm yeah. just like think about COVID right it did it in I think California, when COVID happened and everyone went inside, like animals came out of nowhere, things started regrowing. And also think about Chernobyl, Chernobyl, right? Chernobyl, um, the nuclear thing happened and then everyone disappeared. And then 20 years later, they have trees and they have animals. I mean, yeah, some of the harm, but they're regrowing earth. <laughs> you know, earth heals itself. 
at the end of the day, you know. Because if you let it do its thing and we don't like put too much of ourselves in everything, like the earth will take care of itself. Just like our bodies will heal ourselves if we give it the right stuff, we give it the right medicine, but we just be out here destroying shit. Like I see litter everywhere all the time and I'm always trying to pick it up and put it places, but I get so devastated because I'm just like, damn, like there's so much litter. Like people don't give a fuck. They don't care. And I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like why people don't gluttony. care. Gluttony. It's crazy that we've come to a point, right? Where we're, we're gluttonous, you know, and we, it's think about food, right? <laughs> we're so fortunate. We don't even realize, you know, and at the same time, this is how big, empires or big dynasties this is how they get crashed because at at some point we lose the basic skills of what makes us us you know or there's an imbalance between you know the people who build and the people who create you know that's an that's another thing everyone wants to be a creator because we see the creator is the one that gets (laughs) the glory (laughs) you know and the builders are just it is what it is. You should look up, okay, so human design is something I'm also studying, which is really, really good. It's You use the same information you would with astrology, like your birth time, face, and uh, date. And it's called like human design. And it tells you there's like reflectors in this world, like reflectors, I think, make up 10%. 30, 20% is made up of projectors. And then 70% is generators and generators are builders. And when you said creatives, that's probably projectors. And then there's like 1% or 10% or something like that, that's reflectors. And if you look this up too, and you start asking people where, what they're in, it will blow your mind. Because like, the thing is 70% of the population are builders. are projectors, right? Or the creatives or the visionaries. The thing is, a lot of people now want their own businesses. Um, Everybody now wants to be their own boss. Everybody now has this kind of like, I'm going to do it myself, which is great. But at the same time, like some people aren't meant to own their own business and that's okay. Like this whole like bullshitting on nine to five, like, no, like 70% of the population, that nine to five works for them. Like maybe not the job that they're doing, but they don't mind working nine to five if they're under a projector or a leader that's giving them the creative freedom and also the respect. There's people who need and want that structure to work that nine to five. Like that's why it's sometimes dangerous to be like, be your own boss like and people kind of like almost shading people if they don't have that drive to be their own boss or own their own business not everyone's supposed to have their own business like I don't know it's It's a lot that comes with it it, exactly but like the whole point is it's just that like we're just out here like forcing people to be one way and like shitting on others if they're not that way when it's just like no like we need both kinds of people out here like we need every kind of person there is out here unfortunately yeah and and also also to your point the nine to fives make a lot in a lot of instances make more than a boss you know in in a lot of instances so to your point 
being a nine to fiver is a okay because in sales, yeah, in sales, a lot of times the nine to fiver salesperson is the highest paid person over the CEO, and only the owner. Yeah, only the owner really, and that's only based on because they have shares in the company. So when they cash out, but besides that, the salesperson is making the most. You know, that happens in a lot of organizations because, you know, like you said, the responsibility of, of ownership and delegation and leadership and it's mental and emotional more than anything. And that management is very hard. Like you said, to me, everything is mental. So that mental. Okay, you know why? Because you're a Virgo. And so Virgo, <laughs> listen, Virgo and Gemini are both ruled by the planet Mercury. Mercury yeah. is all about the intellect, all about communication, all about thinking. So like Virgos and Gemini's, like Gemini's considered the masculine energy of Mercury and Virgos considered the feminine energy. So Mercury, intelligence, logic, like that's like our cup of tea. That's our love language. So that is why you're like that too. Ah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so damn. So maybe someone should just learn their astrology just so they can better. I'm seeing, I'm getting like, I should just learn this just so I can better understand maybe my characteristics. And exactly. It's all about habit. learning who you are. Mm. Yeah. That's all. Okay. Okay. Cause my whole, my whole thing too, is a lot of times I, I hear, um, characteristics though, but I, that I don't agree with, you know, or like someone will be all up on, you know, astrology earlier, you know, I guess you open my eyes to it really, but you know, I always had guarded up because, you know, people would, I hear people talk about astrology and then I'm like, but that really doesn't describe me. What what sign do you think I am based on, you know, conversations and things like that? And when and when they they'd always get it wrong. You know, no one no one really ever when they meet me in person ever would say like, oh okay, you have Virgo tendencies or whatever the case may be. I've never really had someone tell me that well because that's where your moon and like your rising comes into play and stuff like that mm. like if you think about it like the fact that you have a podcast you're very good at communicating you're very logical you're very intellectual those are all aspects of virgo like you know what i'm saying so, i mean like, but, but i feel like it, a bit, but that's but i mean everyone of every sign is doing a podcast though you know what i'm saying it's not, not <laughs> really. there's some no because have you ever had a problem talking yeah communicating you know, you know what's crazy i used to have a stuttering problem real talk i actually used to have a stuttering problem up until probably sophomore year of college when i started selling knives you know um <laughs> Prior to that, yeah, no, yeah, that's how life is so full circle, you know what I'm saying? Where I actually used to get nervous, public speaking was not my thing. I was uh, same though, like honestly, same. And I'm like, I used to go to speech class, I still fuck up with saying certain words and stuff. So, like, just because when speech I mean professional, that's what I realized speech yeah, is when perfection, I, yeah. And when I mean communication, I don't necessarily necessarily mean verbal it could be non-verbal it could be 
like verbal. It could be through text. My whole point is, is that as long as I've known you, you've always been good at getting your point across, communicating in some form with like some way. And so maybe not necessarily, it doesn't have to be verbal. You know what I'm saying? But, okay. Okay. That makes sense. I, I get what you're yeah. saying. I get what you're saying. Okay. So I feel like you probably have some Sagittarius or something in your chart. I don't know why, but I just feel like you have some Sagittarius. Like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I hang, I hang out with, I hang out one of my good friends, Dooley. Um, he's a Sagittarius, so maybe I hang out with him a lot. Uh, so maybe I get those. I'll read your chart maybe. for you. Yeah, just exactly. Exactly. I'll give you a little. Yeah, give me, give me a free course before you you know, you, you start, um, you start your bundles and your packages with- No, with please, because I want to start practicing because I really would have a good time with it. I really want to combine that with Ayurveda. I know I keep talking about it, but- What is that? Ayurveda is like, pretty much it comes from like India and it's like one of the oldest ways of living and it does it by doshas. There's three doshas, which is vata, pitta, and then kapha. And Wait, so what's a dosha? A dosha is essentially, it's kind of like. Is it like signs, like water, earth, air kind of thing? Exactly. And it's, okay. it's exactly. Kapha is earth. Pitta is uh, fire. And vata is um, air. And it's crazy because, and then water is in pitta and water is also in kapha, I believe. But anyway, the whole point is it's crazy because, for example, like I'm an air sign and I'm also vata, but like vata it also can tell you what to eat, um, what kind of oils you should use on your body. Like I'm very vata, which is very like dry. So for me, I should be eating foods that are more soupy foods that have more um, like uh, spices, but like not overly spicy. For example, when people have acid reflux, um, I have a lot of friends that have that problem. And I'm like, I guarantee you have pitta. So for example, I was like, you should oil pull with coconut oil because coconut oil is a cooling oil where there's other oils that aren't. So with this dosha and this Ayurveda, it tells you like Certain people, like if you're pitta, for example, that usually means you have a lot of fire in your system. Most of the time, pitta are people who are Sagittarius, Aries, or Leo, people that have a lot of fire. So people that break out a lot, you guarantee you have too much pitta. So you need to be eating cooling foods and fruits and vegetables. And there's different things you should, you should stay away from garlics and tomatoes. Like people that are burping up all the time or have acid reflux or bad acne, look at what their diet is and sometimes it's too much dairy tomatoes and garlic just because garlic and tomatoes and onions and bell peppers are considered healthy food it might not be healthy for your type of body so it's like all these little like loop-de-loos but what i want to do is pretty much create something where someone comes to me with their birth date their time their information and then i get them to take this dosha quiz and then with all that information i can kind of come up with some sort of plan of like what foods down to what music you should listen to what crystals you should use like it's honestly crazy it's like a whole little user manual of like how you should be to make your life the most easiest because it's hard out here in the streets so like what you just said is what you should do I, I i agree because what you said has some validity to it you know because what you're saying and the symptoms and the causes I agree because 
I'm having a little uh, facial issues right now. And I think it's because I've been eating a lot of tomatoes recently. That's why <laughs> you sparked me. Cause I'm like, wait, I just had some tomatoes in you. Know? Yeah. Like it's like, think of things like tomatoes, um, anything spicy. It could even be like, have you been more angry lately? Have you not been working out as much? Because if you work out all the time and you don't usually, there's all this heat inside you that you're usually exerting somehow, but now it's in your system. My homie, he painted his room red. And ever since he painted his room red, he's been having mad acid reflux. I said, you should color your room yellow because red's heat. So he's been having acid reflux. His room is red. He's been breaking out, oily skin. All those things is like too much fire in your system, too much pizza. So you need to do cooling things. You need to have cooling foods. Certain times of the year have that more energy. That's why like during the summer, people don't usually want to eat heavy foods. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's hot. Usually people want to have watermelon and like grapes or all this stuff with water in it. So like naturally your body does what it wants to do and what it needs to do. If the more aware you are and the more you let go of distractions, the more naturally, like what you crave, your body will kind of tell you what you need to do. It's, it's honestly, all it is, is about removing all the distractions. Once you remove the distractions, like you honestly, like just know what's up, like straight up. It's crazy. That is crazy. I, I'm intrigued by it because like I said, for me, I'm, I'm into self-help books, you know? So I feel like you changed my perspective on astrology, you know, in the sense that, because I, I, I agree with you, we are programmable, at least how, that's how I feel, you know, because we are our experiences and what we see and we combine them. And mm -hmm. then we just react on it. Maybe now you're kind of convincing me based on our astrology in a sense, you know, of our, <laughs> our inner tendency. However, at the same time, we have choice, you know, I th we have the power of choice and we may have habits, you know, because I hate, here's the thing. I hate when people say, oh, I do this just because I'm a, this, I'm, I'm this sign, you know, and, or when something good happens, it's just because of this sign. And I'm always just, I guess that's my logic. I'm just like, whoa. Maybe it's just because you, you just need more knowledge. You need more knowledge. If you, okay. Because the crazy thing is like, it is crazy how much down to like certain days of the week, like each day of the week is ruled by a planet. And if you even look down to like, um, like Friday, for example, Friday's ruled by Venus. Like, I feel like collectively everybody just enjoys Fridays. Like Friday's ruled by Venus, which is not only the planet of love, but the planet of money, the planet of aesthetics, the planet of kind of fashion and like desire and sensuality and all those different things. And if you think about Friday, like Friday is when people would go out to the club, they'd get their hair cut on a Friday, get their nails done on a Friday. like 
we're all such spiritual beings. We just don't know why, but if you think about it, there's just certain days of the week that people tend to do things. People are like moody on Mondays. Well, Mondays are ruled by the moon. That's all about emotions. So when we have Monday blues and people aren't feeling themselves on Monday, it's because literally it's ruled by the moon and that day is heavy for reflecting and just being in your fields. And plus you got to work on that day and yada, yada, yada. Like, all you need is if you just have the knowledge and somebody to teach you and the right books that dumb it down so it makes sense and is relatable, everybody would believe in astrology. It's just not given to people in the correct way. But it's so, if it was written in a way that made sense, everybody in the world would be like, oh, shit, this is why. Because no matter what people say, we're always trying to figure out why, 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 why. So if there was just this giant like book of this is why you're like this, this is why the whole world would believe in this shit. It's crazy because every person who says they don't believe in it, when I have a conversation with them, by the end of it, they're like, oh, snap. Like, wow. That, that And I was like, you just need the translation, the the correct way. And when I was growing up in school, I got really good grades, but it's because I had to go teach myself because at school I would just be sitting there like, I don't know what the hell is going on. And so I would take all these notes and have all this colorful stuff and everything. And I'd have to go home and like re-teach myself it. And I would get such good grades, but it had nothing to do with how teachers would teach me, nothing to do with that. It's just my fear of being scared of disappointing my parents and I need to get straight A's and blah, blah, blah. And so for me, I have to dumb everything down. I need to know why, 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 why. So I've pretty much taken something and just have gone on so many rabbit holes so I can make it make sense to me so I can make it make sense to other people. My whole point is I'm a dumb shit down all the way because I need it like that to make sense. And I'm also very logical, like that don't make sense. Like took me a long time to truly believe in like a supreme power. I've always had beef with God. I've always been like, is this real? Is this real? Is this real? So if anybody's a doubter or if there's anybody that needs proof or anybody that's like, that don't make sense, that's me. And I believe in it. So I'm like, wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm the same way when it comes to why, why I'm trying to figure out why. Well, not trying to figure out why I'm trying to figure out more of the build part. Right. I kind of figured out my why as for now, because I think life is like you said, it's just it's chapters. How I feel, man, it's just chapters, just chapters. And you just, I'm trying to make them count, you know? And, and as of now, I, okay. And now I know my, my why now it's the, how, how am I going to build it? How, how uh, to me that's that's always been the the challenge in my journey you know it's always the how I know the why I know okay now it's the how how do I get to it how do I obtain it how do I how 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 how, how? because you know when you're when you're in a situation where you want to achieve something that no one's around you's done it's challenging <laughs> you know it's, it's really challenging and, and and it's a point of that's this is when your your faith has to be more focused on than the fear you know because that's where all of us really get stuck you know I think most of us know the why you know um I don't know I don't okay. know 
Okay. I feel like when I say why, I mean like why, like on some like, why am I here? Like type why, not like, and, and I think a lot of people don't know that. Like okay. I, I, I truly can say that, like, I think there's a lot of people that truly just don't know why they're here like I hear people all the time like why am I here like ain't nobody want me I didn't want to be here like just it's I don't know so would you say that when they're saying that I feel like that's out of emotion you know it's because they know why they're here you know um we know why humans are get get made we know how life is created (laughs) you know you know why you're here you're trying to figure out how do you get to your end goal and you're so frustrated. Now you're like, why are you going to make me think when you're actually thinking of what you want to do? Why are you making me think of all these great things and I don't know how to do it? <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> right? In my, in my opinion, in what I'm talking about for as far as like Americans, like, like I said, I guess it's my logic. I always like to be even more specific you know, because I think it's important, like the American experience and other country experiences is different. Look at how people treat themselves and what their diets and their attachment to alcohol or drugs or weed or social media or to validation or the need to be like, all of those things scream out loud how collectively as a whole globally not just in america um people are suffering or looking for something or wanting to know why like you can't be out here treating your body like shit with the way you eat it the way you eat and what you do to it and how you talk to it and how you talk to people and say that you're doing okay and you're full of love and light and you know what your purpose is why and you know you know what i'm saying like that's the thing I just think that it's more of, okay, going back to what you're saying, when people do vices and because they're depressed and things like that, I think a lot of times people know why or what is depressing them or bothering them. You know what I'm saying? It's just more of they don't want to face it and they don't know how to face it. You know, it's it's uncomfortable and it's really hard, like you said, you know, because that's because that what does that take going back to our conversation? the beginning of it, Mm self-awareness and people rather be ignorant, (laughs) you know, and let it go. It's like the person who is really big doesn't, hasn't always been really big. So they start out small and then, and then it grows, it grows, it grows. And then you look down and say, what, how did this get here? And they don't even feel it. They didn't even realize it. Yeah, you did you know what's going on but the thing that bothers you bothers you so much that you don't you don't want to think on how to fix it you rather just why is this happening why is this happening you know what i'm saying because i think why is just that's the basis it's the how i think that's what separates it all you know and because like you said now going back to what you're saying who's builders who's reflectors Who's this personality? Who's that personality? Who's meant to own? Who's meant to, um, you know, be in, be in the, a part of the team? Then 
once you have that understanding, that's the why. Now you can implement how, okay, how do I maximize my skills? Like, how do I become the best builder? How do I, because builders make millions and billions, just like creators and reflectors. The how, the how to me is what causes everyone to be like, fuck, what was me? And, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I think that that is the real crux of the issue that we all face. And that's where I think guidance and mentorship and sharing perspectives and sharing experiences, that's how you get that how. Because what you're saying i already knew without using astrology right that was that's to me is the why now with our conversation now i know how i can even better okay face the facts now i'm a virgo i'm an earth sign okay these are my strengths you know what i'm saying for the most part these are or you know now i know astrology and now i know that okay because like you said i have to, if i have the self-awareness of realizing you know, and taking notes on yourself or just having yourself taking notes on your phone. Oh, okay. I have been breaking out lately. What have I been eating recently? Oh, okay. This and that, you know, I think that's how you improve your life. So now to, to go back to uh, your music, right? When did you start taking music seriously? Because I mean, like, it kind of caught me off guard, honestly. <laughs> I mean, um, I've always, like, since I was a kid, like, music has always been a thing for me because I traveled a lot growing up. So my CD player was, like, my grounding. And um, music was how I would connect with my family and how I pretty much grew up in England. And so listening to music also helped me learn more about America and how America was and stuff. And from what age to what age were you in England? I was born there and I've just lived throughout, like while I was a kid, I would move and live in the US and then I'd go back and back and forth. And I've lived in so many different places, but last time I lived there was when I was 11. Mm. And so then I moved over here. Um, and so, I would just like listen to CDs over and over again. I used to write down the lyrics and I got all the lyrics wrong. It's hilarious. Like some of the songs that I thought I knew, but um, I would just sit in the back of my dad's van while we'd road trip. And I would just like listen to my CD player over and over again. And then I got into chorus um, in middle school. And then um, I produced like my first track when I was like 15 years old, like my first on, on audacity. And then I discovered I was really good at track. And so um, I went to high school and middle school choir was so fun. We did fun 70s and 80s and 90s. And then I got to high school and they made it all opera-like and it wasn't fun anymore. It wasn't hit. So- What state, I, was what state you go to high school? I went to two. I went to one in South Carolina and one in Florida. And at the time I discovered I was really good at track and I just ended up having to choose between track and singing because I had to have first period. If I wanted to do sports, I had to have like first period athletics and that was the same period as choir. And I remember I had to make that decision like which one is I, like what I was gonna do. And I chose the athletic way and that's what got me to college. And so for so many years, I stopped music. I wasn't singing nothing like, 
honestly, up till like three years ago, I was doing nothing but athletic stuff and personal training. And I went down that route. And then um, I was dating like a musician and got my heart broken. And I was like writing poetry and I got a keyboard for my birthday. And then like, I, it just started from there. I like saved up all my money to get a laptop because I originally wanted to be a DJ because I was working at a restaurant and I was making little playlists for them at the end of the night. And I really got into it. And I was like, oh shit, like I want to be a DJ. So I saved up all my money to get a laptop because I wanted to DJ. And then I was like, yo, I should produce because then I could like DJ my own songs. And then I was like, I'm going to be a producer. And then I was like, shit, I'm just going to start hopping on my own stuff. And then it's just been this like, now I want a band. My, that's my dream is to have like a whole band. What kind of band? Like Anderson Park type? Yeah, and like in Sade, like, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe, I just want to build with a team. Like I just want a band. It's just so, I love performing with a live band. It's just everything, so. So describe your band. What are we talking? Are we talking, what, what instrument would you be playing? Well, so I want to sing. And oh, like, okay, oh, okay. So you want? Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. Okay, bass. Wait, I'm wait. learning how to play the bass, and I want to be able to. I would love to do synth solos and shit, but I want like a drummer, a, a drummer player, a bass player, a guitar player, some sort of horn. Um, shoot. So, what? What's your? Would you say? influences your your sound because you have like r&b you have soul you have spoken word what what influence what influenced that in in like your your style and I, I think I just have always like grown up listening to so many different kinds of music. I was like a LimeWire, like shorty. Like I was on there mix, making mixtapes for everybody. I used to be on YouTube for hours searching for every new artist possible. I love gospel music. I love classical music. I love all different kinds of music that I feel like it's just putting it all together, like and making it whatever I want. And some days I have, I want to rap. And some days I want to make house music. Other days I want to be like on my George Duke and then just make jazzy, like futuristic sounds with no words on it. It just kind of just depends. But see, back to astrology, I'm a, I'm a Gemini, right? And Geminis are known to have many versions of themselves. And so to me, that's how I am. Like, so many different versions. Like some days I want to rap, some days I want to sing, some days I want to do spoken words, some days I just want to produce. Other days I'm like, fuck all of this. I don't want to do music no more. Like <laughs> I want to model instead. Like I don't know. And then some days I'm like, I want to read tarot cards and just read people's natal charts all day. Like <laughs> do you not I feel like everyone wants to do that though. I feel like but, everyone wants to just do just be free. I think that's what you're saying. You just. That's what I'm saying, but I'm, a, I'm going to be free. That's the thing. Like a lot of people say, a lot of people want to do a lot of different things, but like, I'm going to actually do it and be it because I have to, or I'll be miserable. So it's the only, it's the only option I have. <laughs> I agree with you. Fate, fate over fear. That's just, 
that's that's the motto i like that that's good yeah fate over fear so describe describe alchemy right why why that title well alchemy first off the alchemist book if you haven't read it you should because it's just it's amazing gosh you just what is it what is it describe it just like to me alchemy is essentially like turning like metal into gold right so to me I also look at it as just like how we were talking about earlier about transformation rebirth it's to me I look I look at it as taking all the things that I've been through in life like all the shitty things all the bad things all the good things and using that and alchemizing it into gold into my joy into my peace into my happiness into my lessons and it's just become this theme for my entire life like it's just it it's even like if you get into Egyptian goddesses and stuff like there's a goddess named Isis and she is the goddess of alchemy and when I was trying to come up with names for my album I already knew it was called alchemy and then I had somebody who's on the first track on curls doing the sound healing he's a healer he came in and I was playing some of this stuff and he was like yo this reminds me of Isis and then I went down the rabbit hole of Isis and realized she was the goddess of alchemy and it was just interesting that I was so stuck on the book alchemy when I was trying to come up with a name for my album. The day I was trying to decide between two album names, I met a woman named Gold that day. Um, it's just crazy how it's just, just it's <laughs> I call really the, weird. Yeah. I, call that, I call that confirmation, not coincidence. Oh yeah, for sure, like for sure. So it's just kind of become how I feel about my life, that I'm just an alchemist and I'm gonna just take whatever comes my way and I'm gonna build it and mold it into gold. Like, it's gonna make it do what we do, you know and what I mean? To your point, I think that's just, I think people who wanna be, who wanna be successful, that's what you have to do. I think we all have that, you know? And the people who wanna do the why and the how, it's just, we have, you have to take, everything in stride right and and take take the take what can you take from the bad right okay the bad happened now what can you take from it and and because you should always be taking something from it it's when you don't take something from it that's how you get stuck you know and that's how you get in that rut you know um a lot of times I think to to, when I had slip-ups I think it's a lot of times because I was just so frustrated with the how that it caused me to overreact and like you said step slip up off the horse and everything you made progress because that's the thing that sucks and when you can make so much progress and ruin it in one day it's like you could take years to earn the money and lose it all in one day mm. you know it's so easy to lose something and it's so hard to gain something you know and however with knowledge though I think that's the the great equalizer to that to that um, equation because if you have knowledge, you can lose it all and know you can get it back because you know the how, you know you know the alchemy, or okay. <laughs> you know the astrology, you know, <laughs> you, know you know the astrology. What? How did you find that that sound in in the first song? What is that thing called again? Oh, it's, it's a sound bowl. So my friend, um, Troy, he really helps me with sound baths. And 
the ball he was using is the perfect F and the perfect F is known to open up the heart, which is a, there's also a heart chakra. So essentially with that, my whole goal was like literally like open people's heart to the album and also heal them as they listen to it. So it's all connected. Like, you know, each note on a key, like, you know, do, re, mi or CDE, whatever you want to call it, like resonates with a certain energy center within your body. And so like music, like isn't only just for entertainment or, you know, sometimes it gives you the words that you didn't know or whatever the hell. It also literally like heals you because you we all have these little antennas that are just like buzzing. And so there's certain frequencies and certain instruments that literally like, I don't know, give you a little whatever you want to call it. And it just opens things up and heals you in this side of the other. So with my project, I was trying to do all of that, you know? Yeah, I people as as you listen to it yeah it's um it's crazy like even music for concentration you would think that you know music would be a distraction but there's actually something called baroque music i don't know if you're familiar that's like basically i think classical music like beethoven and things of that nature you should you should put in like meditation music for different things like there's music that's for luck manifestation for love for healing your heart for reducing anxiety, like you type it in, there's certain frequencies and hurts that you can like literally listen to. Like I was listening to shamanic healing today, which was like this kind of like Native American inspired like flutes and stuff. And it helped eliminate anxiety. And I'm telling you, I felt so much more calmer where I can meditate and feel high as hell. Like straight up. Yeah, like straight up. So- Based on your breathing? Or based Breathing, based off the certain sounds you're listening to, like uh, you can certain crystals, like you can. There's a whole thing because there's a chakra and like the chakras are all connected to a color. So, for example, like um, your heart chakra is is green, right? Like those are the colors. So there's no coincidence that they say like eat spinach and greens for a healthy heart like it literally heals your heart chakra like we're so spiritual we just don't even know it but like it's honestly like so simple as in colored like your solar plexus which is your stomach is yellow right if you think about foods to eat when your stomach hurts whether it's lemon water like pineapples like yellow ginger like those help your stomach it's literally kind of connected like it's just wild, like um, even down to your root chakra, like um, when a woman or a male or anyone has a UTI, they tell you to drink cranberry juice. Well, like your root chakra, UTI, it's all kind of connected and your root chakra is all about like your security and your survival and um, whether or not you're financially stable or not. So there's just certain like illnesses that happen and you can kind of like connect it to what chakra and then you can listen to certain musics that help it you can wear certain colors you can eat certain foods and the whole point is is that if you know some of these things like you can really heal yourself like if you all of a sudden start craving certain foods or all of a sudden your favorite color changes or all of a sudden you're like resonating with certain instruments that you didn't before like it's your body kind of telling you what you need 
it's really crazy. It's just like I said, eliminating the distractions to see like your body's trying to speak to you, your soul's trying to speak to you. So I, I want to somehow bring this all together to make like a whole course about it, but just down to the fact that there's seven days out the week, there's seven notes, there's seven chakras, there's seven African powers, like there's all these things that like collectively and globally we've all agreed on and it's because I believe we all have this like universal love language and we all speak it and I think music is the like secret code to like the universal language I don't know mm -hmm. no. so, <laughs> so let's say for relationship wise right yeah. Whether it be business, whether it just be a friendship, whether it be making music or we're writing a script together or we're writing a business plan together or we're thinking about marriage together. Do you think that like astrology and chakras, you think that you're better off finding as many likes or as many opposites or like, what do you? Um, I think that it's important to get to know every single person that you spend your time with, your energy with, your money with, anything with. And so to me, I am I do the most and I'm learning about the person, whether it's their astrology, <laughs> whether it's, I've been working with a lot of my homies lately because, you know, my thing is I have so many talented people in my life that like we could really build empires together. So with what comes with trying to have businesses and relationships and stuff with your friends is my nosy ass. Like we usually have these conversations. Plus lately, the more I've stepped into my power and the more I've like kind of truly have been myself, I'm attracting people that are like me. So fortunately, most of the people I've been fucking with and working with lately are all into this astrology, spiritual shit anyway. So my whole point is, is that you just, we've been learning how to look. I want to open up the school and stuff and have businesses and stuff. And I would have like the teachers and the parents or whatever. I would have things like scheduled out by people's astrology signs and shit. Like I would thoroughly have classes for all earth signs, all air signs, all, I don't know. Like it's crazy. Cause it's just so just like hippy dippy and this, that, or the other. And I just feel so like wild saying it. Cause I feel like for me to be like, I want to have a school that's literally based off of the things I've talked about today. It seems so crazy. Like I don't know if America would accept it, but like. I mean, I, there's, there's schools, there's already religious schools, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, yeah. because like, down to like, there's certain signs that just like, for example, a Capricorn, a Capricorn is somebody that if you want to make money, you want to get with a Capricorn. If you want somebody that's a good communicator, you want a Gemini or a Virgo. If you want somebody that's going to get power and that nobody's going to fuck with, you want a Scorpio and an Aries on your team. If you want somebody loyal, you're going to want a Leo on your team. Like, there's just certain, like, little, like, knit knits that you can just, like, I know that 
if I want some creative ass motherfuckers, I'm going to go with my air signs. If I want somebody that's a little bit about keeping the peace and the harmony, I'm going to go with the Libra. Like there's just these certain little like knit that you can just collectively know that these people are going to like have. And I've dreamed about having like a whole team or a squad where there's like one of every Zodiac sign. And then we just like, I mean, think about it. There was like 12 disciples. Like what if every single disciple was a different Zodiac sign? Like, we don't know. Like that could have been the a Avengers. thing. <laughs> uh, the Avengers. <laughs> the like, Avengers. You don't you know. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, that's why I'm like really like hesitant because it's just, I'm so open and vulnerable about a lot of things. But when it comes to spirituality, I do feel this weird, silliness to it because i don't know like i personally make everything about astrology and and i know some people are like you know so i'm just like whatever yeah (laughs) you're passionate about it i i think is i think is i think is that's why i think it's it's dope and i i'm asking you so much about it because i'm curious and you're making you're knowledgeable on it so you're making points that my logical brain is like all right tell me more now I'm intrigued because I like being open. I think that's one of the keys in life is being open to experiences and perspectives, you know, because that that's my way of without needing signs. And if we if I can't know your astrology and stuff like that, you know, being open to hearing your journey or your story of or, you know, watching your moves and your actions. And then I can, you know, also make. Uh, a prediction on whether we can mix or we don't mix or whatever the case may be and also I think that's another reason why because you're so passionate about it you should try to monetize it is because you know so much about it that you can teach it and you'd be willing to put the work in in my mind because you're a hard worker you'd be willing to put the work in to figure out the challenges of the service you could sell an ebook. You could, you know, create an audio, a Zoom class. Literally, all you could do is That's just. What I really want to do. I need to. Okay, Zoom so class I need for to read a webinar. Your chart. I need to read your chart. You need yeah. to send me so send me your information, and then I want to like. Wait. Um. What do you need? I need your time of birth. I need your birth date, and then your birth location. What do you mean by location? Like what city? Oh, the city. You're born in. Okay. Yeah. What, what does that have to do with like how what's the the significance of the city? The location of where you're at, like it has everything to do with everything. Like you need to know exactly like you get what I'm saying? Like because where you're at de- determines like where the moon's at what time of the day it is like what energies are happening you know are you on the east coast are you on the west coast or northern hemisphere it's all matters like the moment that you came on this earth like you went from like being i don't know like it's just crazy i think we kind of like um downplay birth a lot i we you really think about how magical it is like you go from you know, being inside someone else essentially to like taking your first breath. And then for a male, a lot of times you get your shit cut, like, which is wild to me. Like, I hate to say it, but like, I haven't, I've been thinking a lot about like circumcision and uncircumcised and all that. 
think about like how you're a baby and you come out the womb and you're already terrified because you're like, what the hell? Like I'm in this new place. It's not warm. It's not cozy. It's bright as fuck. There's all these people touching me. Like, who is this woman? Like what is happening? And then on top of that, they cut your, they cut the most sensitive part on your body. And people wonder why men are not attached to their emotions like what you traumatize the fuck out of like most of the men in the world as soon as they were born like being born isn't traumatizing enough let's also cut off one of the most the most sensitive area (laughs) and you and then build and then over it like essentially it hardens and whatever and you don't think that that's going to like also affect then as a whole but I don't know I've been thinking about that lately I've been doing like my, my little I just like connecting dots mm-hmm. I just like connecting dots so I don't know how I got to that subject but yeah yeah I, I it's the yeah the past the past if not unchecked will be repeated <laughs> you know <laughs> the past if not unchecked will be repeated I think even genetics to your point I, I think a lot of I look at astrology and I think a lot of genetics and like realizing now I'm at the age of really of self-reflection. I've been this way probably the last couple of years and realizing, okay, you know, seeing your, seeing your parents and like how, whether you like it or not, you have their mannerisms, <laughs> you know, whether you like it or not. And I've also seen it like in my personal life of, you know, seeing people that have been away from their, from their parents and seeing how they still mirror a lot of the things that they do and they don't even have a relationship with them. And it's like, that is what, that's why another thing that, that opened my eyes to like also is when I seen that, I was like, genetics is really a real thing and it's important. It's not necessary, but it is helpful to know your past. And like you said, know your roots because it is a good indicator of what you will and who you are to become if you don't realize this is what you're made of. If you're deeply conditioned, like a lot of genetics is real, but a lot of it's deep conditioning. You've been so deeply conditioned by your family and your family's family and your ancestors. A lot of it is just the deep rooted conditioning. I believe that if you can decondition genetics play an important role but like with that awareness and your ability to be like I'm not going to let this be my same story I think I'm just a believer in just self-healing like hella I don't know because sometimes people will let genetics define them to your point it's not even genetics I misspoke it is mannerisms (laughs) yeah no genetics is a big thing genetics is like a or yeah, maybe genetic. It's it's a combination. It's a genetics mannerisms thing because mm-hmm. I I do agree with you. It's you going back to what we said earlier. It's your choice, and it doesn't define you at all. Because like I said, if you're aware of it, I know. Okay, these are the goods. These are the these are things I should be aware of, and I'm always proactive in attacking the things that I need to get rid of the bad traits because genetics is good too. You know, it's why you have the positive traits that you have it just like it's also 
a reason why certain bad habits. So I just try to be proactive in attacking the bad habits and keeping the good stuff. And to your point, genetics doesn't define you at all. However, it is real. <laughs> it is a real thing to be to be uh, aware of. And I think it just, it's helpful. Like you said, if you're able to study the past, you know, it helps you propel and go forward. You just, just to your point, you can't be stuck in it. Unlearning, unlearning, that's the hardest thing, you know? It's unlearning and to relearn again. That's like the how, you know? It's like, I know the why, because be real, like once you get 25, you realize, damn, all the things that are good, all things that are bad. <laughs> and then that's when people, like I said, the people who make the breakthroughs, you know, are the people that, okay, I'm just going to attack the how one day at a time. It's not going to be perfect. And it is a process, you know? So stay motivated. Like, that's why I always, I'm harping on finding things that you like and, and trying to figure it out that way, you know, monetizing your passion, but also it was with a caveat because not every passion can be monetized, you know, unfortunately. I, I always say monetize your passions, but there is a warning, you know, not everything can be monetized. You know, there are some passions that, so that's when the research comes in. And, but this is all effort and want to, <laughs> it will, right? Because a lot of people, like you said, who, who are looking or struggling and they hear this talk of motive. They, they seem like, damn, it's a lot of work. It's, oh not, even lot, it's not even a lot of work. Yeah, I will, yeah. It is, I guess, yes, it is a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, but but like you said, I, I, I mean. Healing is tiring as hell. Becoming self-aware is tiring as fuck. I'm just going to say straight up, it's exhausting. It's sad. It's lonely. It's depressing. But once you get through it, it's all worth it. It truly is. But like, I'm not going to downplay this shit. Like it is all butterflies and unicorns. Because <laughs> it's not. <laughs> like, no, I agree. I, 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 yeah, I try to downplay it. I try to downplay it. <laughs> it is hard. It is hard. And it, especially too, as like men, men, because like you said, ego, that's our number one thing. You know what I'm saying? It takes a lot of just shooting at your own ego and slicing it up and realizing that it's it doesn't define you and or you want the, I want good to define me at the end of the day you know it's never too late to to make a change and I rather just be proactive and get through the back because if you get through it early enough then it's done then it's over all you gotta do is just do it and then it, I it's better than being, you know, depressed. And I, I just, I didn't like that, you know. I didn't, I don't like dwelling in, and also, to me, regret is worse than anything. You know, I'd rather try and keep trying than regret, you know. But some people are, are, are scared of failing, so they would rather not even try. You know what I mean? Like Why? Why? No, it could be anything. It could be embarrassment. It could be. How do you help someone who's scared of failure? Like, how do you, let's say, 
I'm trying to help someone that is scared of failure. How do you help that person? How do you, how do you encourage them? How do you help them? Um, so I'm just, I, I always would say why. And a lot of times it's a story from a childhood memory of being embarrassed, being rejected, not getting the validation, not getting the credibility. It can be small as hell. It can be traumatic. It doesn't, it, it could be a traumatic thing. It could be a huge thing. It could be dramatic as hell, or it could be just one little thing that one person said to them. But like, usually there's like something that happened that that person felt rejected or failure or embarrassment and they didn't like that and so they told themselves that they were never going to put themselves in a situation to feel that again that's why I say the why when I mean why sometimes it's just like remember or sometimes the why is really See, just to me that's that. what it is though it's like I agree that that that's the why it's that remembering or whatever and whatever so- yeah and then but a lot of times people forget they don't even realize like that that even mattered to them or that even resonated with them or it even began there so a lot of the why I, I talk about is just the the beginning like how did I get here like why am I here why am I like this why am I triggered by this why do I feel this way why am I scared of failure and then once you can get back to that, you know, I was bullied or this one time, this, 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 this. And then it's like, okay, now getting to like the deep rooted, like, I just ask why, 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 why? until there's this singular, like, blah, blah, blah. And then go from there. That makes sense. <laughs> no, I agree. I, I, I really agree. I, I really agree with you that a lot of times it is the things that happen in your infant years that always keeps you back or propels you forward. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and until a challenge is, until you, fa- or, you know, realize it or overcome it or whatever the case may be. Or, well, not necessarily propel you, keep you going forward, you know, that, but definitely hold you back. I definitely think that when things hold you back, it's definitely from youth. And like you said, it gets buried deep. <laughs> yeah, it gets- it so deep where it could be like something that's not even like that, like, you know, crazy, but like it really affected you and you, your body and your ego wants to protect you. So it said, you don't like how you feel right now. So we're going to forever not put you in a situation like this. It's kind of cute. Like how your mind tries to protect you. Like we get so mad at our mind and ego, but if you think about it, it's like, oh, like they're looking out for you. You're like, I know it's crazy and they got it all fucked up, but like your ego and your mind sometimes are really trying to look out for you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're yeah. just a little off. <laughs> a little off yeah, we 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 are always in self preservation mode. You exactly. know, that's why fear is so controlling. Because at the end of the day, we just want to live. <laughs> want to feel good whatever yeah. that good is we've told ourselves like mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's just time for me to get on my grind I gotta get it together I gotta bring it together I gotta eat healthy and and drink lots of water so I can just make it through these like days that I have you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. um and get my mental right like I haven't been meditating as much as I should and it's been affecting me um so today I meditated and I felt like really good but I was just like, if I'm not 
if I, if I'm not meditating and if I'm not doing what I need to do and I'm not like, you know what I'm saying? Sleeping and doing all those things. I'm not going to be able to keep up with this life that I manifested. If that makes sense. I wanted more than anything to have like just photo shoots and podcast interviews and shows. Like I'm living my dream. But the thing about manifestation is sometimes we don't manifest the actual, uh, we don't manifest what it will take. The process and the plan. Yeah, we like kind of manifest like the show, <laughs> the but we don't really like- How I'm, did you get there? The how, the how, the yeah, how. I've been manifesting, so I've been lately, the I've been how. like, I need the to how. manifest discipline. I need to manifest- consistency consistency commitment yeah exactly like those are things i pray for to be honest with you i think you know you you should pray for those things like the the intangibles because the intangibles is is more important than than the the materials you are a creature nah it's it's all is is late everywhere east coast west coast Damn, like I where you at, Yeah, yeah. It's 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 late it's late everywhere. And and I think I that's why, like I said, I, I wanted to make this just to hear people's why in their house. You know, I love sharing and I think also it will help you too, uh writing everything out. Okay. That's really the key to it. That's yes. really that's really the the how is really um, I was listening to a podcast with Jerry Seinfeld and he's like, and I say writing things out, right? Simple. It's simple, but it's not easy. And Jerry Seinfeld said, literally writing is the, the hardest thing to do on earth. <laughs> it's like, you're literally, because how you astrology words have power and they have meaning and, you know, like you said, to go to the spirituality realm, they're, they're, they're spells, <laughs> you know? When people say, I am, I am, I am, I am. Uh, like you, affirmations, exactly. Yeah, affirmations, you know? So writing it out and it's hard to just write something out, <laughs> you know, to put the grind in and like write a plan because you know it's also going to fail and the first time you do it, it's not going to be the right one. So oh it's God. like damn i know i'm gonna fail so how do i do i really want to do this because i know it's going to take a while too to really get what i want to get and why i want to get there i write all my my songs and my music i write it down like i have so many notebooks envelopes random pieces of paper like that's how i'm able to memorize my music so quickly is because i write it down there's something about writing things that like Mm -hmm. help me remember it i'm i'm still old school i've been using google calendar a lot though lately because i'm trying to get organized so i've been like putting everything in like digital form Mm -hmm. um which is helping but i'm definitely old school a lot when it Mm -hmm. comes to writing and notes and sticky notes you know why it's because i was uh because i like to like i said i'm about the how and this guy, Jim Quick, he was like, it's something about writing it down. It's a, it's like a promise to yourself. Yeah, but it's also how we the grew up. It's how we, was, it's how we grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Learning. Like, we we yeah. were taught 
well not even we were self-taught like you said for me I never school like I got good grades because I would just read the textbook and I'd be like okay what's gonna be a test question like what piece of information is gonna be a test question and I would like logic (laughs) I'd be like okay because the thing my whole thing was the first test uh, probably gonna be a B but the rest of the test is probably gonna be A's because once I get your rhythm of like okay these are the type of questions then I know okay I don't need to really need to hear what you have to hear I mean hear what you have to say I know okay when I'm in this book look for these indicators oh the, the dates you know or the person who did this I know it's gonna I, be I hated getting B's like I that felt like such a I was I'm to this day I'm such a nerd but I was such a nerd like getting a B was like embarrassing for me I was like I cannot do this like so weird so I was such a little nerd well will you say you're a nerd or you're competitive you just don't like you don't like all both but it was I competitive with it was just like myself it's just like I always just knew I could do better yeah, to me, that's I always knew, but it's just like it's kind of toxic, low key. Like, I need to talk about that because it's like, uh, it's that level of extreme, like, critiquing, extreme pressure. Like, no wonder why my digestive system has been wrecked, my has been wrecked my whole life. Like, this pressure that I've just put on myself to just excel is crazy. It's just that's another thing that we kind of like clap for like people that are hardworking and driven and have this hustler mentality like some of that shit's toxic okay like some of that is another form is another way of trying to escape shit it's another vice it's another toxic whatever it's just not alcohol or drugs so it seems healthy and sexy and cool but like it's equally as toxic for me it was and it's wrecked it's wrecked my health like over the years and I'm now getting better at trying to not do that to myself but yeah yeah because I think it's it's because we weren't told you're supposed to work smarter and not harder <laughs> you know what I'm saying I think I think probably going back to where earth signs right we were high achievers and things of that nature and since we're high achievers, you're telling us that working hard is the way to get the ultimate goal. And then you grow up and you have experiences and you get perspectives and you realize like, oh, working smarter was the move. Who's the best for the job? Who's going to bring the most skills, the most value to the job for you all to make the most money? And then I realized like, oh shit, but if they have a connection, then I automatically lose. <laughs> also, like I said, I love your music um, because it's a vibe, you know. Too much, too much rap is. I didn't know your hair was so long. They'd say. You know what I'm saying? Hi. Too much rap yeah, is right. not good for I'm the soul. You this every day, but okay, whatever. I get to be like one of the white girls today. <laughs> but of course, to my dismay, it rains, and like one of those photos you take after being detained, I looked a mess, stressed. 
but a new wave came through. God bless. So does spending too much time hashtag on mixed social girls, media hashtag girls with curls, hashtag, hashtag red flag. 3,000 followers or 3,000 copiers or 3,000 swallowers or whatever fake life you want to feed them that day. So I learned my angles, had Instagram fame goes. Oh, 100 likes in 60 minutes, let's go. I'm really that bitch though. Let me stick out my hip and push out my lips and type a caption on some Drake shit. 200 likes easy, feeling like a fucking breezy. Oh, but post my art and those likes don't start. Damn, I just showed them my heart. Silly me to think they care about my pain. Silly me to think they know I do this shit so I don't go insane. Look at me finding more people to blame. For all the lovers I had, but none of them stay. I'm just gonna smile and act like my heart's okay. I hope someone decides to tie the knot one day. Cause I'm really just a girl for dream. I wanna know what life really means. And till then I gotta love my skin. <laughs> Gotta love my curls, cause I need both of those things to take over this fucking world. That was some real shit. But you know what's crazy? Going back, that was you reflecting on your childhood. <laughs> and getting rid of that pain of your childhood. You know? And like you said, like when you're older, uh, y'all just hang cause I'm I look different, you know. Honestly, cause I felt that too, being, you know, the mixed kid, like. In the 90s, 2000s, you're like, it's kind of, was it? We're kind of anomaly. It's like a new thing, you know? So it's yeah, like, like, I hated that. Like, I was like, I want to be either black or, or <laughs> white. This in between shit. Like, what's this? I either want my hair in braids or I want my hair straight. Like, this in between curly, puffy, fucking. And it's crazy because it's just something that, like, uh, it's just very interesting because I think that like in the in the black community, it's very quick for people to be like colorists. Like if you're light skin or lighter complexion, you can't talk about shit. Like you pretty much shut up because you'll never understand the struggle. And that's all perspective because it depends on where you are. Because where I was at, like I was considered a darker complexion mixed girl. So they little other mixed girls had their arm against my arm, like, oh, you're getting a little dark. Like it's interesting how you can, depending on where you're at, it can be like, you just this biracial girl, you don't know, you've never experienced this, you've never experienced that. And it's been like, nah, like, trust me. <laughs> like, just trust me, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I, was, I also think about it like, <clears throat> if you're biracial and you've grown up around a lot of white people, don't you feel like you've probably seen racism like like right there in your face and it probably hurts a lot more because it's coming from people that are your own blood you know what I'm saying like it's very quick to kind of like sometimes take a voice away from somebody that they think can't really speak up on matters like that so it was just important for me to be a voice for um people of mixed race you know what i'm saying too like i don't know no so you know you know, know. yeah you like know it's real it's real unfortunately yeah, it's like, real you know for me i wasn't i wasn't i'm not mixed race like my mom's um jamaican my my dad's african-american but it's because i speak proper and i have like, a proper name and I, i'm brown it's like you know what I'm saying? You, it's because we have so much hurt and pain in our own 
thing that in our own culture is just being beaten and programmed and all that, that, you know, it's, our culture is just so guarded, bro. You know, this is, is, I, that's why I realized is what it is. We're just so guarded and we're so hurt and we're so tired. And then, and then now you see it in front of your face and no one cares. And you realize ignorance is prevalent in a crazy wave and it hurts and at the same time it's important that you still speak on it and you know when when um and to have courage to because communication like you said you know a lot of times we do people do vices to communicate <laughs> to effectively really say how you feel why you feel that way <laughs> you know that's why people drink and two shrooms or do this or do that you know it's to to really express and really event this is how i feel this is why i feel it huh yeah trust me because like i partake in lots of things and then i'll be for communication like (laughs) somebody talk to me give me an answer yeah (laughs) like I'm a mess, honestly. No, I've been there. I've been there. I did did the same thing, you know. And and like you, but but it takes, I I guess, the want to of wanting to fix it, you know. At the end of the day, I guess that's what it really comes down to—the want to fix it, Mm -hmm. you know. Because I think we all know something's bothering us, you know. And and step one is just experimenting to figure out why. You know, why? And then step two, the how. That's it. It's really just two steps. And once you figure out the why and the how, that's it. Game over. Then, yeah, then, then, then it's really just two steps. Why and how. That's it. But they're the hardest. That's life. That's, and that's why people say enjoy the journey. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm saying pick something you're passionate at because you have to enjoy the journey. It's a process. Like you said, going back to astrology, just tapping in. It's like I always wanted to tap into my gifts and my strong suits, but I didn't know the how or I didn't know what that was at that at that age, you know. And I want someone to listen to this regardless of age, you know, young or old to be like, oh, okay, that's what it was, you know. Or maybe that could be it. Either that's what it was, or maybe that's it. You know, open-mindedness. I think that at, at the end of the day, because you realize a lot of people's journeys are are all interconnected. and Or not even that, there's someone out there who's had a similar journey to you, no matter what. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and there's going to be better and there's going to be worse. And at the end of the day, all three categories all got to the end goal. Whether you started out with everything, with nothing, or with a little bit of both. Rudy Fate, alchemy, healer, mm-hmm. astrologer, <laughs> model, okay. hair enthusiast, <laughs> chakra queen, tattoo goddess this has been a pleasure 
we should do this again. We should. And um, maybe part two, we'll do, we'll do my chart. <laughs> yes. No, seriously. Yes. Yeah. Part two, we'll do my chart. Okay. Generational Sports Partnerships and Productions appreciates you viewing and or listening to this original content series. Let this empower you towards positive action. Now let's be great. Goodbye.